Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. For those that are here any day of the week, thanks so much, mornings or nights. Just appreciate you being on with me today. For those that are here, brand new welcome. We've been talking a lot about this concept of giving at the higher levels. And giving at the higher levels really are, are giving something to somebody else that they may not even know came from you. And we've been sort of delving into this world of understanding that the really way that we start to give at this level is we start to develop this trait, this skill called empathy. Empathy is our ability to, to think and to be with people, to understand them better. We'll never fully understand somebody else, but it will train us to find the clues that are right before our eyes. It'll train us to hear somebody at a deeper level in which they are speaking than the words that they're saying. There's an entire world on this called, I think it's called active listening. I don't know what the exact term is, but that's my sense. I remember reading a whole bunch about this a while ago and seeing how far I was from this. When you're speaking to people, when you're listening to people, many times when we are interacting with people, we are interacting with people with the following intention. I'm right. And I am going to try to convince you that I'm right. Or I'm smarter. And I'm going to try to convince you information that you need to know about. I know this, I've been here, I'm older than you, I'm more experienced than you. This is so clearly right. Anybody have a conversation like this? Where you're talking to somebody and you are so convinced that what they are saying is off? Like as if like, are you serious? Imagine getting into the heads of like competing protesters. Just like get into the heads of like competing protesters for a second. It doesn't matter what they're protesting about. Just get into the heads of any protest in which there are competing protesters. And like you can almost hear them saying to the other person, you guys are insane. You're insane for thinking the way you think. This concept that when I am interacting with somebody, I'm interacting to accomplish something, puts us in a position in which I'm not really listening to them. And if I'm not really listening to somebody, I don't really know what they're thinking. I told you the story here, I'm sure, about the negotiator. Did I ever tell you the story here? Andy, let me know as I say it, if I told it already. When I was in... My, my first law firm, there was like this one legendary negotiator. I told you about this. This is one legendary negotiator. Yeah, I told it. Sorry. Sorry if you hear it again. And I went to, I went with him to a, uh, to a case, to, not to a boardroom. And he spent half the time schmoozing. So this guy walks in, he's like the king I tried to get in with him. I was a young guy. I had to like be the third guy in the room. It was a whole story. 
and I'm waiting for like the brilliance and all he's doing is schmoozing. I'm thinking, this is the great negotiator. And he sits down after the schmoozing. He just stops. He doesn't even talk. Everyone just talks around me. Just he's like quiet. I'm like, when when is his brilliance going to come out? You know, if he's the Tom Brady of negotiating, like he should really like you know hold the ball at some point. And he, at the end of the the meeting, he just starts to to come up with ideas that like works. And on the way back, he explains to me that you got to listen to people to understand what they need. That person wasn't arguing about money. She was arguing about respect. She said she wants money because that's the language that is being spoken. But what she really wants is respect. So if you don't listen to her and you start fighting about money, you're never going to get there. This person's worried about the legacy. This person's worried about the breakup of the company. This per- the, the words that we're using is just the exchange rates that we're dealing in. Understand that when you go into an environment, you, the words you use without even realizing it is just the exchange of the conversation. It's like when you go to a country and you have to exchange your money for their money. Their money isn't what's at it. You want the good in the service. Whatever the measure of exchange is, whatever it is that is the commodity that exchanges things. That's what you have to get. So if you have to get coins, you get coins. You have to get shekel, a shekel. If you need pesos or dollars, it's not, that's not what you need. You want, you want the thing you want to buy. The exchange, the cash, the commodity that you're using. Well, in the old days, they didn't even use cash. They used maybe grain. That's not what's relevant. What's relevant is what you want. When somebody's fighting or saying things, a lot of times what they're saying is not the thing that they're looking for. What they're saying is some feeling that they have that they don't know how to get out. So they're using the, the currency that is trying to get them something, but what they want is not the currency. They want the thing they're trying to get. When the kid melts down over the fact that, they don't ha- that he doesn't have the food that he wants on the table, he's not melting down over the food. Usually, there's something else going on in that kid's day. That's why he's melting down over something he never melted down over. I had a friend of mine told me this great story where he was, his wife got snapped at him for something. And he just looked at her and said, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I had to be a great husband and a mind reader at the same time. And like, he like diffused the whole thing. And it wasn't a thing. There's something else going on. There's something else going on that has people say things that it's not about what they said. But when we're running around and talking and fighting and exchanging words and living only in what works for me, all we see is what they say. All we see is the words that they're using because we don't really care about what they're thinking. We're so focused on ourselves. We're so focused on being right. We're so focused on feeling comfortable. We're so focused on being valued. We're so focused on making sure that we make it, that the people around us, if they're not using the currency that we like at that moment, we don't hear anything past that. And 
And so as a result, we can get, we can go, we can go round and round forever on this. And we'll never fully understand people because we're so, it's so hard to maintain our own self. And it's so hard for my currency to align with your currency, with my thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and history to be just like yours on everything that we're going to come up against things. And even if we both agree on everything, life is going to be different. There's going to be times where I can't step up and deliver for you. There's going to be times that I forget things. There's going to be times where we disagree on something. When you go through a world and you live in this world, you're constantly going up against people because that's how life works. And if the goal is me, it becomes exhausting. And you don't really have a lot of more brain space to hear how someone else is seeing the world. And here's the secret. They're telling it to you every single day, but they're just not saying it in their words. They're not saying it with the currency in which you guys are talking about. They're saying it with their intentions. They're saying it in their expressions. They're saying it in their, in the tonality of their voice. Especially people that you speak to and see a lot. When you listen to somebody and you don't listen from the place of, I want to convince you. You listen from the place of, I want to understand you. We were on a, on a call I am privileged to be on the board of Momentum. And we had a board retreat. And there was one board member who had raised her hand to speak. And the guy who was facilitating said, okay, you're gonna go next. And then somebody spoke and then this was this woman's turn to speak. And she said, you know, I had forgotten what I had said, what I wanted to speak about. He goes, okay, she goes, I was so, I was so focused on what the other person had said that I had just, sorry, I just forgot what I had said. I'm thinking going like, wait, when you want to say something, you're not just like thinking about your point and waiting for the other person to be done speaking. Like, wait, you're like listening to the other person, like with no, just all in, like you have, you raised your hand already. Like, aren't you like, okay, I got it. Like, it's my turn now. Like, aren't you like, isn't, isn't the thing that you want to add, like creating a life on its own in the moment that you had to speak for, like, you're just, you're pausing your brain to listen to somebody else. And I was so taken by that. And she was like, okay, I'll come back. And like with confidently, like, yeah, I'll just come back to it. Like I'm not missing the chance to hear someone else speak and understand them. No judgments, no like thoughts, just listening. I was so taken by that. Ever heard this before? Like this, like, I'm just sorry. I'm listening. People are open books. Maybe not completely open, but they're not as close as we think. We just have to learn how to get it out. And the way we get it out is by saying to ourselves, when I'm listening to you speak, I want to hear you speak. I want to hear the nuance in your voice. I want to hear what's upsetting you. If it's once in a while, it's the, it's it's a low likelihood you're going to know. But if it's the people that you see again and again and again, if it's the people in your house, if it's the people in your office, if it's the people in your community, if it's the people that you are interacting with again and again and again and again, and you listen to them. And the questions you're asking and the response that we're saying is not, how can I convince you? You ever do this? Like you have your point and someone gives you their point. And you're like, and then you're like, you're cross-examining them. You know how hard this is for people in general? You know how much harder it is for lawyers? Do you, ha- Do you know how hard this is for lawyers? 
It's impossible to, cro- to not cross-examine, right, Ken? To not cross-examine. As they're talking, you're thinking like, wait, wait, wait. And you're like looking for angles. You're looking for angles. Like you're playing chess. You're already playing your next move. You're miss- we're missing it. We're missing it completely. Because the person in front of us, the greatest gift we can give them is to build them. To, to enhance their life, to give something to them that, that is valuable. And we know, we don't have to know when. If we are sharing our life with other people, making them better, it'll come back. Maybe not this second. But when people are bigger, everybody around them wins. And in the moment in which you're hearing somebody speak, if the response to their speaking is your brain already, you're already playing this out. You know, you ever, you know, playing, you're already playing out the arguments. And as they're talking, you just cut them off. I know what you're gonna say already. Or as they're done, it's as if like they just wasted a few minutes, and all you're doing is using their points to prove them more, more why you're right. When really, the best way to do it is to just listen to understand what they're saying. Not even to understand really anything deeper, but just what is it, what is it that you're saying? What do you, where, where are you coming from? What assumptions are you making that's caused you to think this way? And you can get everything from there. You can get everything from there. You can, you can understand somebody by just listening to them, by asking the questions, by being able to what did you say? By being able to understand not just the words that somebody's saying, but the intention in which they're saying it. And that's hard. That's uncomfortable for us. It's uncomfortable to hear someone else's position because that means that in our minds, there's going to be a new paradigm. And when you have two paradigms in your head, it's called cognitive dissonance. You're not sure which way to go. Two conflicting ideas. A clear paradigm telling you this is right and then somebody else coming with a different argument coming downstairs knowing that in this situation you are 100% correct and listening to your spouse or friend give their opinion and realizing, wow, you really judged them way too quickly. That you assumed that the reason why they did that was because they were insensitive. Actually, they were trying to be sensitive. They just did it a different way. It reminds us that I don't really know what's in the head of the person that I know really, really well. You know how hard it is for a loved one to grapple with the fact that they don't really know their loved one. I know, I know my love. I know my kid. Do me a favor. I know my kid. He's just fetching. He's just complaining. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. You know how hard it is for a parent to go, maybe I don't know my kid as much as I thought. Can I listen to him? 
or her. This idea of listening as as an action, not as a precursor to the action of talking, for some is revolutionary. For me is revolutionary. This is not an easy thing. This is not an easy thing for me. But it is a it is a lifelong journey that we all have to jump on if we really want to have the relationships that we want, if we really want to be givers. We have to realize that listening is a verb. It's what I do. It's an action that I take. And when someone is done speaking, I need to judge whether I've actually heard them. Not just the exchange, not just the currency that they're saying, not just the words that they're using in the conversation, but I've actually started to listen to them. And I've tried when I'm listening to them to take a minute to put myself in their shoes and ask myself, where is this coming from? What's the perspective that I'm not getting? Would I be thinking that if I were like them? This happens all the time. All the time in life. We look at people that are different than us, that have different opinions than us. And we, and we should ask ourselves, wait, if I were them, would I have my opinion or would I have their opinion? If I grew up in their home, if I grew up in their environment, if I went through what they went through, and I don't even know the other stuff in their head. I'm just saying just the background. Would I think differently? The way, the, 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 the place that we practice empathy is in the interactions. Like it's not really practical to wake up in the morning and look at your child and, or your friend and, or your employee and just like stare at them and go, where do you, where do you think they went to school? And they're like, you know, in the room and like, you know, you find yourself like just gazing at them in a conference room going like, Hmm, like that's not normal. I shouldn't say that. Everything is normal, I guess. Everyone has a perspective of normal. That's, in my opinion, a little, could be a little bit off. Can you imagine sitting in a conference room, like trying to like figure out somebody else and they're like, they catch your eye staring at them. Like, it's not, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like going home at night and being like, let me pick someone in my life to just think about their background. The place in which you practice empathy is when you're interacting with them. The place in which you practice empathy is when they are, they're in front of you, they're talking to you, when they're when you're when you're conversing with them. Yes, afterwards it can linger and you can think about it. Post conversation, if it went wrong, you can figure out why. But the real, real zone of work, the the field, if you will, of empathy takes place in the conversations that we have with people all the time. And if we can actually listen to people when they talk versus try to convince them, and also sometimes, and I'll end with this because we can talk about this forever, but you know, sometimes we're so panicked that if they don't hear our opinion, like something's going to happen. Like if they don't hear what I have to say now, like I'm never going to get a chance to say it ever again and who knows what it'll be. And then like, 
you know, then, then the whole thing's going to fall apart. If my kid doesn't listen to me before they, this, this, and this, and then like, they're going to leave and they're not going to hear me and da, 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 And then what's going to be with my kid and what's going to be with my this and I, and then I get a chance again. Yeah, there are moments that are more important than others, but the panic to have to get something out immediately, I think it's more of a distraction. Where you are is where you are. Being present. But when you're present and someone's talking, our ability to listen, just listen, enables us to hear things that we would have missed. The schema, remember the schema is, if the schema is, is still, if the schema is still thinking about the next thing, it doesn't have the, 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 the bandwidth to try to figure out the nuance of the person speaking. All right, we'll continue. Try this today. Just try today one conversation that you have just to listen, just to be fully engrossed in the conversation and listen to somebody else. Have an incredible day. Thanks for being here. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.